Understand, back in the day, Irene Cara was fame. She was it. Her songs ruled the radio in my house all the time, every day, 24-7. But then, somebody turned off the music. My mom used to joke around and say that I was the black Shirley Temple. She's a third grade student, was a finalist in the Little Miss America contest. She'd throw me on the stage in some kind of Carmen Miranda outfit. Sings in Spanish. And I would dance to my dad's uh, mambo band. Irene Cara from the Bronx. Okay, dear. You know, at that age, you just want to please your parents. I went to school with a lot of well-to-do kids, a lot of ballerinas, a lot of violinists. Very much the type of schools that fame immortalized. They've got nothing in common but a dream. So you want to be an actor, huh? Yeah, sure I want to be an actor. When I auditioned for fame, somewhere inside spiritually I felt Good Lord, who else is going to play this, you know, but me? We're going to be all over the charts one of these days. You mark my words. It was a beautiful time for me, actually. The film was, was right up there with all, all the other major films. It was global. We did get three nominations, and two of them were for two songs that I sang in the film. For the first time in the history of the Oscars, two songs from the same motion picture have been nominated. They were both sung in the film by the same young woman who sings them for us tonight, Irene Cara. You're starstruck. You're seeing Sally Fields in the bathroom and she comes up to you and hugs you. And Jane Fonda's walking down the hall saying, oh, you're so wonderful, you know? People you had grown up watching and admiring, you get to see them sweat backstage just like you. changes a lot of things, unfortunately. I was getting ready to step into a very turbulent time. After fame, the label I was signed to went under. The record president, he was going to take over the label. And I ended up being his only artist all of a sudden. And here I am with two of the biggest records on the planet, and I'm not seeing a dime. By the time Flashdance came around, there was publishing money involved. I'd written Flashdance, and I'd had enough. It was a battle that I had to take on alone. I was battling very powerful people who did some pretty nasty things. Other labels wouldn't sign me. They didn't want to be party to a legal battle. It wasn't something that I could just let go for the sake of my financial future. And it took 13 long years uh, of battling them in, in the court. But I did end up winning. God forbid where I would have been if I hadn't just stuck that out. When I look back on it now, the upside of it was that it, it forced me to grow up. Okay, I need everybody's attention for two seconds. Okay. Uh, I'm my own businesswoman now. I run my own music production company. One bar band, 
I wanted to put together a group of women, women who could write, sing, and play an instrument. I was investing in this group, and this group would be representative of my company. And I told each of them, you know, whatever you want to get out of this is there for you to get out of. Most of people were writing and bringing tracks that they had started that I would finish, and it all just worked. And this is what I tell my girls in Hot Caramel. You have to be in control. You can't leave it to hubby or to managers or to anybody else. Look, being famous helps spread your art in a way. Uh, but it's not just about being famous. These days, you can be famous for just getting a butt chop. If you want to hang around Beverly Hills and then complain about paparazzi, you're not really thinking straight. That piece was produced by our own Mitzi Ma. And many thanks to Irene for sharing her story. Her new album, Irene Cara Presents Hot Caramel, drops later this year. And we're going to have a link to it on our website, snapjudgment.org.